BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. From the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode 306 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We very much appreciate you being a part of our orbit. Uh, thank you for joining us here each and every week. Um, I'm joined now, as I am every time we record the show, by. Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, Brian. Um, hey. You know, I, I I don't want to worry people, but I'm a little concerned about a good friend of the show. Oh, friend of ours, huh? You know, I, is it is it Lisa Bizzle and those videos that she I, makes? I mean, no, that's concerning. I feel like Lisa is in control. Even yeah, when she's a PhD. Going down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm really never worried about Lisa. Yeah, yes. But yeah, I go on Twitter a few times a day. Yeah. It's usually for some sports information and then yep. occasionally for some jokes. Yep. And uh every time I go to Twitter, I see our buddy Oh yeah. Jay Stu tweeting oh. about fucking Astros. <sighs> like yeah. always. Like every time. Well and I don't know what the algorithm is. Yeah. But I'm worried that he's there. tweeting like 30 times a day. Yeah. It's concerning. Um, it's Jason Stewart, great guy, really good friend of the show. Had met him, met up with him last Friday. Best friend of the show. Best friend of the show. He's here all the time. He's hosting The Bachelor Lifestyle with me. He's great. Uh, met up with him just last Friday for a couple of beers near his house. It was fucking one of just the great afternoons of my life. It's always good to see him, but I still think fondly of the time I got beers with him like five years I know, ago. Amazing. Um, well, he called you a backdoor slider. He, 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 he looked fondly. I, ever got. I know he looked fondly upon you, uh, but, but he's like that. He's a sweet guy. He's a nice guy, but a lot of times he'll be mad online about things. Let's not forget. This, this is the term. This is what tweet storm is about. Yeah. Yes. This is a tweet storm. Um, Let's not let lest we forget Ed <sighs> season eight of Game of Thrones. Yeah. J- Jason yeah, was he went on for, for me, weeks about that. That was like tweeting in Chinese. Like I just yeah, didn't he, understand yeah. any of it because I, I stopped watching oh, wow. after like three seasons. Right. Um but this I know what he's talking about, yeah. but he, he's really he's really belaboring the point. Well, lucky for you, Ed, we yeah. were we were able to reach out before the show. And we have him here with us now, joining the program, everybody's favorite guest. You hear him with me here on the same feed every single week, hosting The Bachelor Lifestyle. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what is up? How's everything going? Are you in crisis? I'm back. He's back. (laughs) He's back. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I know you're. I, I recall you like being a scorned lover here. Yeah, I recall you being very mad online about Game of Thrones season eight. You didn't like the writing. You felt like they really punted on the last season, and then e- almost equally, you were very mad about 
San Diego Padres shortstop Manny Machado and how he does not play baseball the right way. Love Manny. He's uh, he's a punk, according to Jason Stewart. He doesn't run out fly balls. He Cadillacs plays in the field. Jason Stewart does not like Manny Machado playing baseball the wrong way. And then uh, there's something else. Didn't he have a decent batting average in the World Series? Uh, yeah, he's a good hitter. I mean, he's a great player. But I'm saying in the World Series, he played for the Dodgers. I think, Didn't he have a decent performance? I, I think he was, was, I think he was their best hitter in that World Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, of, uh, by the way, a lot of empty hits, a lot of, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a guy that, he's a guy that will get you a couple hits at the end of games when it doesn't matter. Right. right. Just cause Hubert he likes Davis to pad his numbers. Games. Yeah. Hubert Davis loved the, the three, the three pointers in the last minute of a blowout. He loved those. Exactly. Um, Jason, you, so you're saying that Manny Machado is the type of guy that if somebody, if an intern in the. Uh, baseball operations organization came to him and said, look, Manny, we got this thing. We figured this thing out. We know that we know every team's signs. We've, we record all the games. We figure out the signs and we know whether you're going to be seeing a fastball or a breaking ball as soon as the catcher puts the signs down. And we can relay that to you on the field. What we're going to do is we're going to have take a little bit of the trainer's athletic tape and we're going to tape an Apple Watch to your chest. And if you feel a little buzz when you're standing there in the box, here comes the curve. Yeah, you go ahead and sit on that. Wait on it because that thing's coming up there with some spin. And if you don't like it, spit on it. But if you don't feel that buzz, you're looking dead red, fastball, swing away, jump on it. He's the kind of guy that would take that opportunity. Don't you think Jason? Oh, hell yes. And not only would he, would he take uh, that opportunity and never tell anybody, but when he did get caught, he would um, pull up a, a uh, Jose Altuve and all of a sudden yeah, forget you're this. very mad about the contrition, the degree yeah. of yeah. contrition. You're and, real mad. Yeah. And he would, he would forget how to speak English. Oh. <laughs> And people and people would be like, Manny, you were born here. You went to high school here. You're you're American. And he would feign. That, I know the uh, guy who scouted him in high um, Yes, um, he is that kind of guy. Jason, take us through what your your level of rage. I feel like there's one thing I'm leaving out that you were mad online about. I definitely remember you being mad online about Game of Thrones. You're mad online about. Manny Machado playing baseball the wrong way. You're extremely mad online about the Houston Astros cheating at baseball. Was there, what's, what's the other thing I'm forgetting that you were mad online about? Well, I mean, the Dodgers quick exit from the playoffs. Yeah, this past that's, season that's always, riled up that's always Dave, Dave Kershaw, like, does he have, I'm trying to think you, do you, you punish Kershaw? On Twitter? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, the, for the uh, the one game when Kershaw forced himself into the game, throwing off the rhythm, and the uh, the Red Sox came back, or not the Red Sox, but the, uh, the Nationals Washington came National. back and won. Yeah, game a five. Pivotal, a pivotal game. and uh, Deciding game. I, I didn't blame um, Kershaw per se because Dave Roberts and the organization – allowed Kershaw to force his way. Once, in other he, words, once he gives if up, I'm that, warming up, yeah. I'm coming in. There's no, um, there's no decision-making here. Once he and gives, he, once he gives up that home run to Rendon, who's yeah. very greasy. Once he gives up that home run to Rendon, then you got a, you got a lefty specialist hanging out in the bullpen. You got their best left-handed hitter coming up. The score is three to two. You got to right. bring in your lefty specialist in that situation is what you're saying. Right. Right. Jason. But I think the next, Lugie? I think the, ne- the next Lugie. question you're going to ask is, what's my level of uh, frustration compared to those other ones? Yes, rank those things. You're mad online about three things: Game of Thrones season eight, Manny Machado not playing baseball the right way, and the Houston Astros cheating at baseball to win a World Series. Rank those things in order. I mean, Game of Thrones is a distant four. Because I want to say that my passion for uh, for baseball and the Dodgers supersedes like absolutely 
you could ask my girlfriend, you could ask anybody who's ever met me and I don't get too excited about anything. In fact, that's true. I've been called dispassionate. I've been you called are. stoic, yep. wooden, laconic. Yes. All those things. And, but, but baseball really gets my blood up. And I would We're, say, I would say the, the three baseball topics are maybe equally as bad. There's about 16 or 17 straight tweets about this, but right in the let's middle, hear, let's hear a couple, just, just to calm us down. He, he retweets the Dalai Lama. Yeah. Wow. Life is to be happy. Wow. Well, wow. I mean, good on you. You're, you're, uh, you're trying to calm everybody down. Wow. Those, those by, by the way, those two things are not mutually exclusive. Dalai Lama says the key to life is happiness and you're not going to find it through materialistic things. That's right. And I want to be happy as the Astros are punished in the worst way possible. That's true. Yes. <laughs> um, what's, but that's not going to happen, right, Jason? But, but what is going to happen is that the, the... What do you want? What do you right. want to happen? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a better question. Well, I mean, um, the short answer is title vacated, yeah. uh, p- players punished, and... So how about 1988? Um, remember, uh, who was the guy? Wasn't there a guy who got tossed for like uh, sandpapering and Vaseline and pine tar? Ball? No, it was pine tar. You're talking about Jay Howell? Yeah, Jay Howell. You're, you're really going deep for that one, Jay. He got well, suspended. Saying, that was that was the last, but that was the last title. Yeah. So, I, I mean, <laughs> did they run away with the division? Did he like oh. get 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 to the World Series by cheating? Yeah, yeah, they probably benefited from his cheating and you're really reaching there that is well, that is a I had you, to reach you're going that was deep the last Dodgers title right and, that was and, their last title. yeah and, and and I think what you're describing and you know I played the game and this is really the only game I'm ever going to pull that card on that's right Jason Stewart and played the game he went to Brea Olinda High School he claims he's, right he's plays he's from Orange he claims he's from Orange County but he's actually from Brea where he played he the game the right yeah did you play it the right way Jason I did. And I was, I was taught the right way to play. And I also was taught the old adage that if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Now mm-hmm. I give that context within the framework of the game, anything's in play. That's right. If you're, if you're looking at the other dugout to get signs yep. and you steal them, then that's on you. Absolutely. You're it's part of the game. You're not technically cheating. Nope. You're stealing signs above board. Everybody could do it. The, uh, you know, spitting on the ball, uh, loading it up like old Greg Maddox. I mean, that that's as old as the game is made it to the hall of fame with that. You could say stealing signs is old as the game is right, but no, they just have better technology. Now calm down on that, Ed. You're talking crazy. I've already been on record saying you're talking crazy. Of course it is. But the the vacating titles thing is complete bullshit. What they should do is absolutely destroy the organization. So they have to have like a rut. After yeah. this, I mean, just a slap on the wrist. They hammered him on the, the draft picks. But the vacating titles is bullshit. That's kind of stupid. Remember the game. Well, the, just, the eyes of history will have already cast their decision. Like no one is ever gonna gonna think that's a real world series. It doesn't matter. You don't need to to call them the Houston asterisks. You don't need no, to fucking mark it down. Remember Jason did today. Right. No nobody fucking goes and looks at the record books and goes, oh 1919, yep. Cincinnati Reds. Like, yep, that's that's everything was fine with that one. They're gonna it's the same thing. 2017 is an illegitimate victory. And no one is gonna look back other than a few people in America's third largest city that, that think that they're being victimized, that think that people have a vendetta against them, which is stupid. Even to, it, it's, it's not just the, the players that they played again against today, South Jersey's own Mike Trout, who's never said a fucking word. As far as I knew came out and fucking hammered those guys said he has no respect for them. He's lost respect these guys are pariahs and they deserve it. Jason Stewart, what your the, thoughts? I think what Mike Trout and, uh, and Bellinger and these guys are p- more, most pissed off about isn't that they necessarily uh, cheated, is that uh, how they've handled themselves since they got caught. So they've basically not been punished. And the commissioner, 
explained it away by saying that they were given some kind of immunity for telling the truth. They wouldn't have gotten the full stories or the investigation if everyone stuck to the code. So I guess in some way, shape or form, they promised them immunity, um, which I think is bullshit. They did. They absolutely did. That's, yeah. that's, that's and, come out. And then, and then, so not only do they get away with the murder, but then they just start uh, popping off about, we would have won it anyway. It didn't help. Um, and they also have done a horrible job of taking ownership of it and Absolutely. apologizing and being contrite. So I think the players are like, wait a minute, you're not going to see, you're not going to be punished and you're going to act like it's, it was no big deal. And that, and that this isn't something that that's unethical and something that should make you, uh, should make it harder for you to fall asleep at night. Absolutely. Um, How do you live with yourself? I I woke up this morning to the news that uh, Jose Altuve was going to talk at 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. And basically they just had reporters out in front of his locker. And I don't even, I don't even blame Altuve. The guy is not very smart. He's not very articulate and English is his second language. Or tall. Yes. He's a good baseball player. Yeah, he's good. Watch him be a lot less good from now on though. Uh I mean, I'm guessing (laughs) if he, if he explained it in Spanish, it would not have been very, uh, a very good apology or he he wouldn't have taken ownership for it, for it. But I mean, he was up against a lot of things. He's not very smart. And second, uh, English is a second language and the Astros just let him take it. Yeah. They, they didn't give him any media training. They've, they've handled this horribly. They, 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 they didn't have literally an interpreter. They didn't have a lawyer next to him, a team rep. Like they just let him take it. And his story um, is no story. He hasn't even said what he did. Yeah. He, he, he apologized at a press conference last week, but didn't say what he was apologizing for. So in short, you're going to keep tweeting and yes. letting this consume your life. You're, hol- you're holding, you're holding down that you're fighting the good fight, right, the Jason? Best revenge. Yeah. You know, this is living your best life, not getting consumed by it. You <laughs> can't get those titles back. Yeah, Jason. What would the Dalai Lama say? I think that yeah. the, the Dalai Lama just tweeted like an hour ago, and his sentiments are much like Mike Trout. That if he would have known what pitches were coming when he played baseball, he would have crushed it. Yeah, of course. Um, and you know, big hitter, the llama. Yeah. He's a big hitter. Yeah, how about a little something for the effort? <laughs> I deserve a lot more than that, Ed, unless you're, <laughs> unless you're laughing hilariously <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing on the inside. No, I was just checking. I, I, I'm sorry. It was just a lot of Dodgers talk, and I checked my two-team parlay, and it's looking really good. Oh, nice. That's good I for knew, you. I knew it was something because I told a really smart joke, and you had, you had nothing well, for it. Well, you know it's what? I'll get it in post. Um, yeah, what, so I just noticed Altuve, his his numbers, look for his numbers to significantly. They've already gone down, started to go down the last couple of years. He's aging out of his prime here. Um, and, uh, look, and look, by f- way, yes. in May of 2018, he signed a five year, yeah. $150 million contract. It is great. He's set. so a lot, a lot of what he did today is I'm sure the one bit of advice his agent gave him is don't admit to anything that will jeopardize your current contract. Well, they're not, they're, they're not going to cut him. I mean, they're but, not going to try to, but you, but you, re, but, but there is an out, there is an out in these clauses. These, you know, yeah, but they're, uh, they're never going to exercise clauses, it. They're never doing gonna, something, no. doing something that uh, puts the team in a bad light. Remember when Giambi came out and he had this big emotional press conference and it was all like legal speak. When he ate the bad sushi, yeah. he was blaming a lot of his stuff on <laughs> bad sushi. That's right. He, he went with the Piven defense. Yeah. But, but he, he, I remember him apologizing, but he never apologized for taking steroids because he was still owed like $100 million. That's right. And he didn't want to jeopardize his cash. And I think Altuve's got that. I mean, Correa, if I'm not mistaken, has not finished his rookie deal. Yeah. So, I mean- He's doing a lot of talking. Who's the He's other guy? Bregman. Way, He's a real fucking cunt. Who's, who's How the, upset were you, Jason, when uh, – who's the guy from the Phillies that played second – Chase Utley? Remember when yeah. he, like, blatantly injured the Met? No, yeah, no, 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 no. That was a good hard slide. That was a good hard slide, Ed. I will not have you besmirch the name of Chase Utley. 
Just wanted to make sure. Just want to see how you were it's feeling. Good hard slide. Cheating play. Well, if we can injure a good Met, this will be this will be good for our champ. Good hard slide, and it's trying to break up a du- double play. Good hard I've slide. Often, I've often said this about that play. Um, I always felt like Utley received the um, public punishment, and they made a rule change in the offseason because the shortstop Stupid broke his leg. Stupid rule change. And yeah. he, and you know what you know about fibias and stuff. They're they're uh, not. Oh. They're not hard to break. No, it's one of the lower bones in the leg. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Right. I always thought that his crash looked very tame. It did. Compared to these cars that flip up and down and the driver like walks out. Sterling Marlin just got him in the ass a little bit. He got got rid of the the thing to keep his neck in place. Hans device. Yeah. It looks like he just took an ill-advised right turn into the wall. Yeah. Somebody and, and went stopped. down tonight, I think. The problem is he was going 180 miles an hour and right. uh, and broke his neck. Um, yeah, there was a there was a horrific crash tonight. You know, no one's died on a NASCAR track since Dale Earnhardt, and that was in 2001. Well, how about when the guy killed uh, what's his name? Tony. Oh, he, yeah, he murdered a guy. He you know he murdered a guy, but that was in sprint cars. Um, that was in midget cars or whatever on the on the dirt tracks of Indiana. He, mm, but he he like no he he flat out murdered a guy. He killed a guy. Just ran him over on purpose. Yeah, that was a murder. He should have gone to jail for murder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Jason. All right. Live your best life. We Please love you, buddy. I'm gonna talk to you later tonight. Watch The Bachelor. Let's uh, let's meet up at Old Fields for a couple more beers here soon. That was a great night. Love hanging out with you. I have I have one last thing. Oh yeah, there's more your, to leave your listeners. Okay. Oh. Um, Were you Man- pissed at Manny Machado? I'm not Manny uh, Manny Ramirez when he no. went on that tear for the Dodgers. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say another man. Hitter. I'm yeah. pissed at Man Fred. Man oh. Fred oh. has handled this very poorly. That that uh, press conference yesterday. His answers were not uh, well thought out, but I, this is what I think. He says he doesn't want to set a precedent and vacate a title for the Astros. Precedents are, are dangerous. I think that was code for. They are investigating Alex Cora's 2018 Red Sox. Yep. They're going to find the same thing. Yep. And if, they, if he vacates this title, then he vacates that one. That's two no years that baseball will, ha- yeah. will have to eat. That's right. There's no vacating. Do you think, Jason, do you think when Alex Cora goes in to like have his meeting with the uh, with the commissioner and they're like, okay, Alex, what do you got to say for yourself? He just hits play on the TV and then it's video of that one time he had that 19 pitch at bat and then hit a home run in the on the 20th pitch. Can you imagine how mad (laughs) Jason would be if you're an Orioles fan and had to live through the Jeffrey Mayer situation. Yeah, that's right. I mean, interference. Still be talking about it. Jeter. That was off Jeter. Yeah. Tony Carrasco wasn't even yeah. jumping. Yeah. He was just like standing there. Yeah. I just, I just asked. No, I just asked one thing. If you're going to play the game that I grew up playing and my first love and passion was I it? Just was it Bray Olinda? Respect, respect the game. Yeah, respect the game. That's respect right. Respect the game. I agree with you. Okay. Is, is that in fact the high school you went to, Jason Brayo Linda High School? Yes. Yeah, yep. I knew that. I knew that about you. Uh, okay. Right. Thanks, guys. Hey, buddy. Tough, buddy. Always good talking Where to you. We'll talk to you later tonight. Love you, pal. All right. All right. Talk to you. Hi to the girlfriend. Okay. All right, pal. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was our good friend of the show, Jason Stewart. Sweet guy. He's hey, he gets upset. He's passionate. He's a passionate man, Ed. You can't fault him for that. I love seeing the spark out of him. I just, you, you worry when someone tweets like 35 times about the same thing. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. You it's you, you it's have to, um, you do get a little concerned in those situations. I would, I would but agree. I'm glad you were able to check in with him. He seems like he's, he's okay. He's okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's do, uh, let's catch up on some voicemails well, here. Real quick, I okay. just want to point out today we're recording it on President's Day. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to point out, because I've got a history book coming up, a little fun fact about our president, the 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, he used to like share to share a bed with an with an underling of his, despite the fact that there were other beds available for that man to sleep yeah, I like, in. I like to be cozy. Yeah. I'm not going to fault him for that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but 
Abraham Lincoln saw the practice of what, what we did with uh, dead people, and he was pro-embalming. He didn't invent embalming. It was like something in France. Well, what would like we that. do before that? We would light candles to try to overwhelm the stench, and then we would like leave dead bodies there for a week. Oh no! So people could pay their respects. Oh no! no. And he had a son die, like twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old yeah. yeah. son died. Tad. He's Tad he's Lincoln. Like, yeah, he's like, we're embalming. I know this is a process, and we're not going to let our son rot. But we can all smell it. And then he, like, I don't know if he had a will or just made, let it be known. We're going to embalm me. We're not, we're not lighting candles and just letting me lay there. Yeah, disgusting. And and then that became the practice. But now, in retrospect, we should be burning bodies. What? What? Fine, fine. I I, I get that. But I'm saying, we, you know, you have to walk before you can run. And we were just trying to outdo the stench with candles before yeah, no, no what a mess what a, why we should have been burning back then imagine imagine the uh the arrogance of a of a person going hey hey you see that perfectly good piece of land right there that fertile piece of earth you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put my fucking dead body there so everyone knows when they walk on that grass. And you know what? You know how they're going to know? I'm going to put a big piece of fucking cement with my name on it. And everybody can walk over there and go, hey, guess what? My dead body's below this ground. What the fuck is that? Why is it still going on? It's insane. Burn your fucking body, okay? Yeah, I, I've said Michelle doesn't want to uh, totally do this, but I always say just burn me and then just throw me in the garbage. There's no yeah. purpose in saving ashes or whatever, yeah. but I will suggest anybody who feels like you need to do the burial route, go down to New Orleans. Their graveyards are amazing. Yeah, they're above ground. They're, they're so cool looking, but they're also, you know, you go to one of these old ones and they're 300, 400 years old and everything is worn away and it's just kind of cool looking, but nobody knows these people or cares about them. And it shows, you know, eventually you're just, you're just nothing. So you might as well not take up space. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like just, you're not, you're, you know, nobody needs the shrine to themselves because, you know, give it about 50 years and nobody cares. Quit about you. thinking you're so fucking special. You're not special. And you know, what's really not special. Your fucking carcass. You've left it. You're not using it anymore. Get rid of it. It's disgusting. What's wrong with people? Okay. Voicemails. He's so easy to hate, your time he likes to waste, his calls are far from great, his calls are far from great, he's such a stupid fuck, he seems down on his luck, his voicemails really suck, his voicemails really suck, no one's enjoying him, he's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big Uh Okay, Ed, Manuel and Gardino, looks like he's back. And remember last week, he made a, a, a very crass... Analingus reference that I was not. I really block these. I don't remember any. Well, I had to shut it down. I had to shut it down. I had to shut it down because I don't, we don't, we don't talk crass on this show with, this is a highbrow intellectual talk show. And so I had to shut it down now, but clearly Manuel feels emboldened. Let's see if he is able to redeem himself this week. Ballers, no need for the introduction. Hey, uh, so Valentine's Day 2020, uh, holy ass, dude. I was in for an awakening last week when I went to go get my Valentine's Day card. Got one for the old lady and for my daughter. My goodness, dude. Now they're making like husband to husband Valentine's. What's wrong with that? To wife Valentine's. Um, Husband to he, she, oh my wife God. to he, she, so? et cetera, Manuel. et cetera, 
right. What is what is Manuel? I'm not, Manuel I like Manuel. Like a fucking moron, buddy. I, I like Manuel, but what's like? Who does he think he's talking to? Does he think? Does he think this is the kind of thing that you and I? Are gonna, right. This is the kind of the the line of thinking. This this caveman I, 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 wisdom. I actually want to know, and I I you know we we don't request topics. I want to follow up. Does is he in the school of thought that like he doesn't think it's possible for people to be in love if they're not a man and a woman? Yeah. Well, I don't. Does, I don't he think, does he think that this or they don't deserve cards? Valentine's Day is not about. Uh, marriage or whatever, which, you know, we're in favor of that too. But is he saying that like, it's impossible for people to be in love with each other that aren't exactly man and woman? Well, I'm, th- I'm saying, I think what he's saying is that um, so- worthy of society shouldn't validate their uh, unions with Valentine's day cards. Hey, that's uh that's capitalism, dude. There, those cards exist that's because right. there's a market they, they, they for them. Sell them. Right. They couldn't sell them. People want to buy those. Exactly. Right. Okay. I'm going to let them go a little bit longer, but I'm not, I'm really not feeling, uh, and I, Hey, everybody knows I love Manuel. I've defended him. Um, yeah. As have I, I like him too, but I just, I can't get with this. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see if he redeems himself. Oh my God. I accidentally went back. Well, I got one for the old lady. Valentine. <laughs> it was a shock. To me, like, do we really need to specify? Can't you just give your spouse a card? Does it have to be so damn sex specific? <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just weird hey, to me. Hey, Manuel, I get what you're. I get that you're coming from a good place, but this is a. Uh, we live in a new world. You know, it's not this. It's you're probably about my age. What? We're I, of a generation. I, 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 I do like Manuel. I like him. Well, Everybody what, likes what him. What fucking good place is he coming from? Well, I don't know. I'm trying to. He's I'm trying to help out. him out. He's not coming from. He's coming from a closed-minded I'm, place. I'm trying to help him out here. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's indefensible. Yes. And I, you know, I, I like and I will I will engage with him. But I've clicked on his Twitter before. You have? That's insane. The Matt in L.A. Yeah, and it'll it'll say there's a lot of God stuff. Oh, yeah, fun. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's into you know all this and. I gotta tell you, the the main message is about like love and, and yeah. being good to each That's other. That's what Jesus said. What would Jesus do? He'd, he'd let people buy the cards. Somebody's card no. that they bought no. for each other. Come on, no. buddy. You uh, got you got to be better than this. Um, Ed, we got I got some bad news this week. What's up? <sighs> Horse Winnie guy has given his two weeks notice. Oh no. Our good friend Dave Disc, Dave in San Clemente, he reached out to let me know. And he's like, hey, he's like, I just, you know, this guy's, he quit. And he's like, and honestly, he's pretty bad at his job. And he's like, so is it, do you think it's worth it to me to match the offer that he got? Just because he does this horse winning thing when anybody coughs. Wait, is he, is he the one who employs? yeah. Yeah, he's oh. his boss. Yeah. That's amazing. So I don't know if this might be the last, this might be the last. Uh, well, no, no. What he's going to do while he's given his notice well, is do- you've got you've to goose it. You, you need to come right. up with well, some that, major ones. I think that's what they're trying to do. But just in case, for those of you that don't know, our, our listener, friend of the show, Dave in Rancho San Clemente, he has an employee that, um, subconsciously not subconsciously what well, I guess it is subconsciously but it's audible when when anybody coughs like it's triggering yeah he has a, a a nervous tick or something where he responds by making a hoarse whinny sound and he doesn't realize he's doing it um and we may never hear another he one he's doing it nay Nah, nice. Uh, we may never hear another one of these again. So here it is. Oh, this hurts. Could be the last ever horse winning guy. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Whoa. Wow. <clears throat> that is crazy. I would personally, if I were. I think you got a match. 
I mean, it's, imagine having to be in an office with this, that sound, though. That would freak me out. Let's hear it one more time. Hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Honestly. <clears throat> oh, he didn't. She, she tried to get him to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime you know it's been good team building for your office. Yeah, totally. Anytime somebody clears their throat. <laughs> I love this. I mean, uh, it, he will be missed. Uh, crazy, crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's jump in and, uh, let's just do some sports. Let's blast through this. We got a lot. Yeah, we got surely, a lot to get to. Surely somebody, surely somebody has submitted a sports song by now. I mean, I asked writes a bill. What about Snowjet SST? My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man. It's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Beautiful song. Ed, we've already talked quite a bit of sports on this show with our good friend Jason Stewart. Really good to hear from him this week. Uh, what else is going on in the world of sports? West Virginia governor, I guess he also coaches high school girls basketball on the side, mm. which high school. It's one thing if you're coaching rec like I do. Yep. Two practices a week, one of them's on the weekend, and one game on the weekend. Yep. yep. It's all manageable. High school, it's an everyday thing. You're yep. the fucking governor? Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I mean, he's, but, but Ed, he's the governor of West Virginia. Yeah. He, last time I checked, there's a huge opioid problem you should be all over. Yeah. Yes. That's um, true. Well, he called a another high school girls basketball team a bunch of thugs. And then he was kind of surprised by the reaction. That's a, unfortunately, I, I mean, you and I on the, on the, um, in both of us are in the enlightened parts of the country. We're careful. Very. You're going to get a lot of virtue signaling. I don't give a fuck where it's true. We're, uh, we here on the edges, um, know about shit and, uh, thugs is a loaded term. You're, it's it's a racially charged word, and you can't say that. Now, I will say for in West Virginia, like that's like West Virginia. I think they just got talkies recently, Ed. They're just <laughs> they were watching they were watching Charlie Chaplin yeah, until last year. Silent films until recently. That <laughs> like they're still talking to each other with the two cans and the string over there. Um, you know, it's yeah. not like like. Uh, like common decency hasn't reached West Virginia yet. So they're, although this guy's the governor. He's the governor. He's supposed to be like the head guy. Now I, yeah. I being from New Jersey, I know all about shitty governors. Um, but yeah, you got to hold these guys accountable for being fucking morons. Yeah. Um, two California little league, little leagues banned the use of the team name Astros. I just wondered, is, is Jay Stu like a commissioner? He's yeah. Maybe he, maybe it's, he, it's, it's a bit much everybody. I, um, when I was probably, this is like when you did like pitch to your own team. So I was probably like yeah. eight or something. I played, we didn't have little league in my town or we did have, I think there was little league, but, mo- but the majority of people just played like the rec league baseball Harbor area. Shout out to Harbor area. And for whatever reason, they could, I don't know how the licensing worked or anything. They had the, um, actual team names on the jerseys, but the jerseys were like t-shirts, right? They weren't like Jersey material, but, but for some reason, the colors would be all wrong. So like I, I was on the Astros and the Astros were like Dodger colors when I was like nine, my my son uh, this past year was on the Red Sox and it was blue. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's weird. The when I played little league, we were just local sponsored lo- local businesses. I like so that. Like that's one, that's what they have here. One team one team was Sunoco, 
That's pretty but cool. I, I, my team, and it was undefeated. You know, I was probably like the sixth best, fifth best player. So it's not like thanks to me, but right. my team was you're, dominant. You're, you're bragging more than Jason Stewart for playing high school baseball. Go on. No, no, high school. No. I didn't play high school. No, Jason, I, Jason you know, was. I'm talking about when I was in like fifth grade. I know, but Jason but anyway, was bragging our team about team was dominant. And we, our coach was like a failed minor leaguer. Yeah. So he was way into it. And his son was awesome. Um, and our team was loaded, but we were sponsored by a bar called lock, stock and barrel. That's so awesome. we had a badass name. That's awesome. And then like my buddy played for the river builders, like a terrible name, but yeah. I, I played on the cool name just cause it was a luck of the draw. That's pretty sweet. Like, I like being, I like being named after the sponsor. I think that's kind of badass. My nephews is pretty cool. They're all their team names in their town are named after like real minor league teams. And they use their, their, like the, the mud hens yep. and stuff like that. That's yeah. fun. Burn. Nobody wants to be the, the major league team. No, that you don't I agree. Like. I think it is kind of cool. Like there's certain levels of little league where you, where they're college teams, which yeah. is so it's like the game cocks and the fucking right. Dirt bags, like that's pretty badass. But I think yeah. it's kind of played out to be major league teams. I like the sponsor right. Chico's bail bonds. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fun. Okay, what um, else? Jeremy Roenick won't return to NBC after being suspended for suggesting one of his coworkers have sex with him and his wife. And he did this on a podcast. No. You know, one thing. He, yeah. he made a comment in the office and it looks bad, but maybe you yeah. can just go ahead and yeah. say that shit. Yeah. He went on a podcast and announced it. It's here's the here's the thing about Jeremy Roenick. This guy, he had to have his face rebuilt like a couple of times when he was a player. He there's 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 got to be some CTE happening there because this is it, it affects your decision making. Like anybody would know that you can't make a joke like that publicly unless there, there was something that it was affecting their filter, which is uh, clearly what's happened to Jeremy Roenick. So many pucks to the dome. Yeah. One, too many, one, too, one too many headshots. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm sure he'll get a job. He got boarded. Yeah. I don't know where he lives, but I'm sure he'll get a job with like a, like a local dude. Like he was a big black Hawk. So maybe he'll get a job in Chicago or, or something. He was a king, he was a king for a while as well. So uh, good luck to him. Ed, what is going on in the non-sports realm outside of the sports world? What is happening? So we will, well, if you listen to this podcast, we're, we're good. But NASA spotted a potentially hazardous asteroid rapidly approaching Earth. But, you know, a near miss could be a crazy distance from us. Oh, yeah. Like uh, like a close call is like hundreds of thousands of miles away. Right. Um, so that's why that movie Armageddon, believe it or not, it's not so factual because you just wouldn't know until it's too late if it's going to hit you. It, that's true. And and. It's you think that like NASA's got shit figured out where they're just like they have like a fucking uh, like a, a force field that's just scanning the skies and will know when any when any asteroids coming at us. But actually, space is fucking infinite. So unless you're looking in the right spot where an asteroid might be coming. You have no fucking idea. We can, there could be near misses all the time that we don't know about because we're just not looking in the right spot for the asteroids. The bottom line is, is that we exist. This, this whole fucking experiment that we're a part of here, that we're, we're, we're just on in the eye of a needle here. We're, we're on the fucking tip of a razor blade. This is, this could fall apart any fucking second. So here's what you do. Be a fucking good person, live in the moment and try not to worry about shit because guess what? It's you, about you to end. Shit. Yes. Think about, think about what a blip in everything we are. Like we were also, everybody listening was born in a pretty good situation. Cause you could be, you could have been Bangladesh. born. 
in yeah in fucking Nepal. Yes. I mean, you could be in such a terrible situation. Yes. Absolutely. So we are the luckiest of the lucky. Yes. And it, and and it could all go away. Time. What if you were born in the, the year 75? Oh, fuck that. It's the fucking worst. Everybody smells. Their breath is terrible. You're probably going to get murdered you're, or some disease or infection. It's all terrible. Ed, Ed, remember, remember like 25 years ago when there was no internet? Right. How about when you had no cell phones? You had to meet somebody. It's like, all right, we'll meet by the uh, the uh, corner, the stop sign, and like uh, somewhere in a twenty minute window, we're just gonna hang out. Your your boss tells you, "Hey, I need you to go to Orlando next Friday, find a good deal on a flight, and then find yourself a hotel." You're fucking on the phone for a day and a half trying to get that going. You're on the horn getting people to do things for you. You got you got to come up with a list of hotels in fucking Orlando. How are you going to do that? You couldn't just type that shit in. You had to get on the fucking phone. No, that's not good. Brutal. Not okay. Horrible. The point is is that Yellowstone is a fucking super volcano and it's and it's on like a 600,000 year uh uh, circuit of of uh, eruptions. Well, it hasn't erupted in longer than that. So if it erupts, it's going to fucking wipe out the whole West Coast and the rest of the country and world is going to be a pretty shitty place to live while everybody starves to death. So just chill out, fucking love your kids, don't be a fucking asshole, and vote for Bernie Sanders. What else? <laughs> um, Alabama Democrat responds to the new abortion restrictions in her state. By proposing a bill that would force a vasectomy after a guy hits 50 or has three kids. In, in. Now, we need to I, do this sooner. I totally get why people are like, oh, we can't do that. But, you know, the abortion restrictions are terrible. But I got to say, just about every guy would be benefiting from oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to. I mean, look, look. I had a vasectomy. I want to say it was like in 2009. I had one in 10, early 10. Yeah. I cannot tell you the benefits in my life I have reaped because of my inability to produce a child. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. I'll just, I'll just tell you that much right now. I got the two, I got the two kids. They're perfect. I don't need any, I don't need any help on the farm. Okay. I got the two. They're good. I'm happy with those two. Now I'm too fucking old. I'm too old to have a kid. What, what am I going to do with a, I'm 44. What am I going to do with a fucking infant? You know, I, it's, it's insane. I shouldn't be allowed to have a kid. Luckily, well, about, like 10 years from now, yeah. you're in a situation, you, you become a dad 10 years from now. How are you going to do it? It's, oh, no. it's too on. much. Come it's on. too much. Luckily, luckily I'm gelded. So we didn't, you and I don't have to worry That's about right. this. Remember, um, who was the odd couple? There was Jack Klugman and the other oh, guy. Tony Tony Randall had a 70. He was 78 yeah, when he fathered. Same with Zorba the Greek. Anthony Quinn was in his 80s, had a baby. And I, hey, I get it. I like that you guys are still fucking, but you don't need a fucking trophy for it, okay? Just it would be cool do the fucking like. part. Yes. It's the best. It's the best thing you yeah. can do for yourself. Uh, what else, Ed? Uh, Michael Avenatti just got convicted for trying to extort Nike. Um. I That's would great. think That's if great. you're in the extortion game, probably aim a little lower. Well, no, you got to think, hey, these you guys have all pockets. the money. They got yeah, all the money. You deep pockets, yeah. but you don't, you don't want to take on somebody who has all the resources yeah. to fight. Yeah. You want to, you want that in between someone who doesn't want the headlines. Yeah. This extortion is the fucking worst. This Michael, you're, you want to get paid for doing nothing. Yeah. This Michael Avenatti, I never heard of him until. You know, he got famous, but he's local to me. He's like a Newport Beach guy here. And uh, he's he's going to go to prison probably for the rest of his life. Not just for this one, but he's got all sorts of frauds that he's done on people. And one of them, he defrauded Hassan Whiteside's baby mama. He got he got Hassan Whiteside's baby mama, got him to get her a settlement from Hassan Whiteside and Hassan Whiteside was, I wouldn't fuck with Whiteside. No, didn't he have lots of weapons one time in his car? Yeah, I think he did. And he had like, um, 
Yeah, yeah. And I think it was a Rolls Royce, too, which, like, he doesn't fuck around. But he was dutifully, like, paying his child support payments. But Avenatti set it up where the payments came to him. And he was fucking stealing them and not giving them to the baby mama. And the baby mama's like, where's my money? And he's like, this Hassan Whiteside, he's not paying the money. He's just not paying us. We got to... I'll try to get the money, but he's, he's just not paying us. Meanwhile, he was paying, and this fucking piece of shit, Michael Avenatti, was keeping this woman's money, yeah. and now this woman's out. She's fucked because of what Avenatti did. Real piece of shit. I hope he gets everything that's coming to him. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Um, Delta CEO said passengers should ask if they want to recline their seat. Okay, here's no, the th- yeah. No, I have opinions on this. I know you do. I know you do. The seat has a recline function on it. If you don't want the seat to recline, get rid of the recline function. Take the fucking button off the seat. See, that's what I'd be in favor of. Get rid of the button. Get them. My problem is people like this is their personal kingdom when they get on a plane that's and true they're taking off their fucking shoes yes, they are and they are. they're they're just and like they i've i've had my knees smashed so many times by and it's not like i'm fucking patrick ewing no no you're six you know, foot I'm, I'm you're just, six oh i'm not i'm not that tall yeah but i'm getting just destroyed when yeah. somebody just doesn't even look backwards they just yeah. slam that thing back yeah. Or you're, you've got you've got like a drink on a tray yeah. and they yeah. just swing it back like it's OK That's to be a little bit rude. courteous. Yeah. I would yeah. never tell somebody, no, you can't do it. But I'm annoyed that people just like don't they don't just check their surroundings. Let me let me make sure I'm not going to smash some baby's head. Yeah. Like people don't care. No, and then the thing that drives me most nuts is the people behind you. Yeah. And it's just about everyone in the world. They throw a foot me. up. They throw a foot. No, up. no, no, no. Oh. When they want to stand up. They don't think to push oh, themselves up by the their armrest. They grab the seat. Like yeah. what? Now I'm getting pulled back, like yanked backward, yeah. so you can stand up because you just you yeah. can't bother to 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 do anything on your own. You've got to now use my chair as a my seat as a crutch. Fuck I'm, you. I'm one of these guys that I can't sleep on a plane either, and so if I'm like just kind of dozing off it's like a miracle and then when that happens some inevitably some asshole gets up or like is and also i'm an aisle guy because i like i need i i get um i have claustrophobia so if i'm inside i feel i feel um i feel like i'm stuck there so i have to get the aisle but inevitably like as soon as i'm falling asleep like just if i can possibly fall asleep some fucking assholes shaking me awake so he can go take a fucking piss. I mean, it's this right. it's, it's constant. It's 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 uh you know, in in look at how Don Draper used to fly. He'd get on a DC ten and yeah, it'd take a while, but he had plenty of room. He'd get on there, they'd fucking bring him his prime rib. Prime rib, he'd smoke like three dozen heaters. Yeah, cigarettes, scotch, martinis, you know, uh uh Rob uh, Rod Stewart's upstairs with uh, Robert Mitchum, and they're doing fucking cocaine off the fucking first class bar. I mean, that's how you fly. Yeah, I, that's I, how it was meant well, to my, be. My only thing, my only thing is, let's the CEO saying you need to ask permission for that. The whole reason this discussion came up is because that video, some douche. Just just kept yeah. punching the lady's chair. Yeah, he he got the he's he was sitting by the shitter. It, yeah, buy he, a better ticket, goes, guy. Yeah, he 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 got the last minute seat. Yes, and then he's mad, and so he's gonna punch just over and over again. He, I mean, somebody should be able to punch him in the face without any uh, penalty. Absolutely, I totally terrible, agree with that. Terrible dude. Another um, another thing that the airline is, does the part of a community. Look yeah, out for the people yes, around. Yes, you. no, I agree. I agree. If there's a way to do it that is courteous. I 100 percent agree with you. Um, fuck all these people. Um, it's, it's hard to hear something about your heroes. Um, Papa John admits he didn't eat 40 pizzas in 30 days. Whoa. Hold on. I mean, if we can't believe Papa John, what can we believe? You're telling me Schnatter's a liar. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, 
I don't even know what to think about this guy. He's he still isn't embarrassed that he's Papa John. Calls wouldn't him? you just think? Wouldn't you just think? I'll take all this money I've built yeah. America for. Yep. And just disappear. He's got the bunker down there in Louisville. Um, what has he? Made an announcement. Has there been a press release? Is there going to be a, a press conference or an interview? Sit down with Barbara Walters so we can get to the bottom of why his skin tone is the exact same color red as his shirt <laughs> and the sauce. Yes, yes. <laughs> What's going on there with all and and it's the, such bad pizza? Yeah, and the hair. The hair is dyed so black in contrast to the red skin yeah, and the red shirt. The Jerry, he's got the Jerry Lewis hair. It's bad. It's a real bad look. Shoe polish. And also, agreed, shitty pizza. Chain pizza. You, college, there's no reason to have chain pizza. When I was in college, I would eat Papa John's because that's what was in the college yep. town. It was like seven ninety nine, dollars yeah. And then I think I went back to college like a year or two out of college and being like, what? I must have been eating something yeah. different. Yeah, I, no, it's the same. This doesn't, this doesn't make sense. This the is the worst thing ever. It's the same. And it's partially your palate and partially because you're shit faced like every moment of college. Right. It, was, it was a real rude awakening. Yeah, it's a huge um, bummer. Florida man's dialysis center won't allow his life size Trump cutout, so he refuses to go. Um, Killing himself to own the yeah, libs. Turning God. yellow to own the libs. <laughs> This, if this story doesn't disturb you, like this is, if somebody wanted to bring an Obama cutout to anything, you you would never talk to them again. You'd be like, this person is crazy. Yeah. Oh, just owning a cutout. It's a little weird. Cutout? What? A cutout. What is happening? What is that? And then the dialysis center is like, yeah, no, you're not bringing your toys in here. No. Yeah, there's people getting their fucking blood changed out in here. You could bring like a laptop or a phone, and you could watch something on it. Yeah. But what? What? Cut out. Bring a bring bring a Vanity Fair or or a Russian novel. You know, you don't need your fucking Trump cutout, weirdo. Where is this in Florida? Oh, yeah, of course. Do you think? Um, do you think maybe he goes in there and it's like, hey, um, Ted over there got to bring his uh, emotional support Cayman. Well, how come I don't get to? How come I can't bring my Trump cutout? Or, or, uh, or Cletus in the corner, he's got to bring both of his pythons. Yeah, yeah. but maybe Dave, that's more accepted. Dave brought in his emotional support muffler. Right. I don't, what's going on? <laughs> Jet. They all, they all have like jet ski carburetors. They're like rebuilding carburetors while they're getting. <laughs> uh, this. I mean, corporations just like they shouldn't be tweeting. I, there's nothing that angers me more. It, like I, I turn into Jason Stewart. I don't respond, but I turn into Jason Stewart when I see corporate sassy tweets. Whoa. Sometimes they're funny. Some I've seen them be I funny. Still, I mean, Pop, well, Pop Popeyes was shitting on Chick Fil A. Like that was a, a funny. That was kind of funny. But, yeah. Well, when they're just being sassy about everything, well, Visa's trying to get like a little personality. They offered a debit card featuring Harriet Tubman doing the Wakanda Forever salute uh, and didn't go well. Consumers. Problematic. Problem. Now, nice. was it the version of um, Harriet Tubman that 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 one um, studio executive thought should be played by Julia Roberts? I, I I cannot believe. I can and I can't believe that that was actually a thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a different take, you know, like who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Runaway Bride featuring Harriet Tubman. Oh, amazing. Um, Wendy's, speaking of terrible corporations, Wendy's fires employees after viral video shows the worker bathing in the kitchen sink. And I've seen still shots. I didn't click on the video, but I they're, they're in the, the, the like the giant sink. Somebody was asking me recently about all the years I worked, you know, I worked at Soup Plantation. I was a cook at Swenson's, fucking waited some tables places. Somebody was asking me if like I ever did anything to the food. And I'm like, no, of course not. I'm not a fucking monster. But I, I did say one time I, I was slammed. I was cooking burgers and I had a whole, a whole uh, like six party of six 
all their food was ready and I was putting up the last burger into the window and it's and the plate slipped out of my hand and broke and fell to the ground and broke and I and but all oh, the other second yeah, all the other food was ready, so I just quickly scooped it up and put it on a new plate, and then it was like a Swiss cheeseburger, so I had to, like, fix the holes in the Swiss and, like, kind of take my towel and, like, dab off, like, anything from the floor that got on the burger, and then and then I sent it out on its way. And here's the thing. They didn't notice. They just enjoyed that burger. I would say that my my biggest stint in a kitchen was a couple years. Yeah, that pizza place. Pizzas. Um, and I never really had time to fuck with orders and this and that. You just, you just want to get it out. But then you want to get the job done. So then you can go back to fucking around or, or staring at the hot, uh, hostess or whatever you're doing. Yeah. But you don't, I don't know. I just never cared enough. That being said, I would be surprised if, um, if you ate pizza in the early nineties in uh, central Jersey, if you didn't have a piece of pepperoni that rolled on the floor at yeah, some point, it happens. I mean, it happens. you know, when you're loading it, like something fell off yeah. and you got to quickly. It so happens. it might've happened, but like, yeah, fucking with the food or like bathing in the sink. You're just doing that to be a dick. Yeah. That's disgusting. Nobody wants to take it. Why, why would you want to take a bath? That's, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Horrible. Wet sink? I would never want to. I wouldn't even want to wash my hands in that like that kitchen sink. Yeah. I would go to, you know, the regular bathroom. Um, and then finally, unfortunately, we gotta we gotta finish on a super disturbing story. Okay. Uh, Sopranos actor, a very fun story arc. This is Vito, who fell in love with Johnny Cakes. Remember that? Yeah, Vito was a little sweet. Yeah, he was sweet, and then he ro- he went off to like New Hampshire and fell in love with Johnny Cakes. Yeah, because he had to, he had to lay low for a while. Yeah, and, and then he fa- and Johnny Cakes was the dude from Oz that was yes. uh, that was in like he wasn't he was like kind of gay for pay because he was in Oz and it, right and he um he was like basically married to the dude from CSI. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, Maloney, Maloney, yeah, Christopher Maloney. Yeah. So he apparently was a cook or chef. Then he got into acting maybe because he was like very Italian, you know, the casting calls in North Jersey and the New York City area in in the late 90s. If you were if you were a decent acting Italian, you were getting a job on The Sopranos. Yeah. All those guys on Sopranos and Goodfellas and all that shit. They're actual dudes like they're not they're not just like that's their that's the only time they act is in mob shit. Right. So this guy was a cook, then became an actor and then went back to cook. But he's got like a gig now where he comes over, cooks pasta Okay, I'm and in. Then, I'm in. Okay, yeah, yeah I mean, that like, sounds pretty sure. good. I mean, who doesn't want a nice cooked Italian meal? And then, but then after he cooks, he cooks the pasta. He he uh, probably he makes like a ziti or some meatballs and gravy. He he makes the bread. He knows how to do it. And then he and then he makes it all. And then um, he cleans it all up and he leaves. That's perfect. That's exactly what yeah. you want. That sounds See, fantastic. Here's, the, here, here's where there's a yeah. little bit of twist. Okay. So he he's going to talk about some like stories from the set, I guess. Oh, so he's like, hey, me and Gandolfini, we went out and got a couple whores after the yeah. after the Great show. Guy. After the Bada Bing scene, we actually went over yeah. to the real strip club. Yeah, Gandolfini yeah. paid. He was a great guy. And then, okay, hold on. I'm just finishing cleaning up here, and uh, thanks for having me, and just thanks for paying my fee, and I'll see you later. I was here for about 90 minutes, perfect amount of time. We'll see you. No. Oh. He said he hangs out for about 10 hours. What? After. What? What? <laughs> I mean... What? Imagine spending ten hours, ten hours with anybody anywhere, anywhere, anybody. Insane. Except, except for your your the the people in your inner family. You don't have a choice. Girlfriend or boyfriend, yeah. whatever. But, but I mean, just for somebody you don't know to spend ten hours with Crazy. you. Crazy. No, it's insane. That might be the worst thing I've ever heard. Never, never. Uh, okay, Ed. That's it. Excellent job. We had to record a little early this week. I'm headed out of town, so a little bit, 
little bit of an abbreviated episode, but uh, we're still there for you guys. We're here for you every week. We love you guys. Uh, please reach out. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email. Um, send us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. We would like to thank special guest and person who is often mad online, Jason Stewart, for joining the show. Uh, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 306 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit so hot, man. You know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. 